Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Director Showdown. I'm putting on my radio announcer voice. I'm not exactly this enthusiastic. I'm actually <laughs> super depressed and bored, but that's okay. Hey, we all are, man. Yeah. Hashtag quarantine season. Fake, fake enthusiasm. Hashtag fake enthusiasm. Fake it until you make it. F- fake it until you don't die inside. Yeah. Because we're already dead. Absolutely. Yeah. We've always been dead. Well, well <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> of, of uh, living enthusiastically, yeah. we're doing Taika Watiti, who probably lives incredibly enthusiastically. Yeah. His, he his seems like career, it. Yeah. His whole career is all very enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's a very yeah. energetic, very outgoing, entertaining man to hear mm. speak anytime you listen to him talk uh a bit insane as well yeah a little bit kooky uh have you ever seen his ted talk no he did a ted talk on i believe it's either on comedy or it's no it's on creativity and it's really good uh i i want to say it's around this era i want to say it's around maybe even right after boy came out uh but i would recommend i'll link to it when this episode drops if i remember uh on the on the twitter uh i'll link that ted talk it's it's pretty pretty great and uh it's very funny because he's a very funny guy he's a very funny guy yeah yeah he's an entertainer yeah sure. yeah um but we are talking boy today boy boy god we got we got to curb that we can't do well, that the whole no. episode yeah and you know there's multiple references that we're using with that reference. yeah that yeah. nobody understands really well god of war you got a war is a good reference. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's true. Did you play God of War? I did. I did. I didn't yeah. beat it because what boy, games do I beat? Boy, uh, boy, yeah. Boy. That that game very much co opted our bit. Yeah. Um, uh, did did Corey Bolrog or whatever his name is uh, watch Ghoul Beaters? I don't. Maybe. I don't know. Got to plug the, the hey, show again hey, though. <laughs> at Corey balrog balrog the most unattractive last name by the way it might be wrong because i think balrog is like a creature in lord yeah. of the rings but that also might be his last but name. but that's his last name it's like i think B-A-L-R-O-G. it is a l r o g it's I, like very right. unattractive yeah but it seems like the perfect last name to make a series called god of war for some reason it does yeah, yeah. and he's a he's a very creative guy and he made yeah, a, a great game yeah that i need to fucking beat it's so funny to see this is this is such a tangent. But oh no, please. Like on previous E3s, like prior to like 20 I want to say 2018. Yeah. Like he looked like a total dork. Like he was like in these cargo these like camo pants and like not matching like clothing yeah. lines. Interesting. I've never like seen him before dork. this recent like yeah. round of So press. you've seen him now have, where yeah, he looks yeah. very attractive. Yeah, he's like a real handsome <laughs> guy. Real yeah. Handsome guy. <laughs> he has like he has like the salt and pepper like uh He's very matchy, and, you know what I yeah. mean? Like he's got the clear glasses and the and like the nice all haircut. white yeah, the nice haircut. Who thought we'd be talking about how handsome the creator of the God of War series is? Because <laughs> it's just so jarring when I yeah. saw it. I was like, "What? did you hire somebody to like fix Maybe. your life up? Well, he, re- he really glowed up, for sure. Yeah, he glowed up. Like, And he's probably, like, what, 50 now? I, don't know. I, think, I think he's in his 40s. Like, do you know 40s, kind yeah. of the history of this, rec- at least the recent God of War game? No. It's interesting, because I um, was watching a... I haven't even beaten the game. I haven't even gotten super far into it yet, but um, he 
there's a documentary on the making of it. And basically the, the creation of the most recent God of war came out of him having an existential crisis as a father. Like he, him and his wife just had a kid. So why don't, why don't you write stuff? <laughs> I'm not, I can't. Rifen was the same way. Like Nicholas winding Rifen. Hey, right? if I was getting paid by people to channel my existential fears of fatherhood into a creative endeavor, you get paid in, realizations and self-actualization oh. well there you go learning things about myself yeah but I'm, I'm saying yeah i mean i think Corey and i think uh old nicholas winding rife and probably you know they were they were cashing checks when they were channeling those uh those fears and doubts and isn't that, that always the, helps isn't is that what the I'm irony of of being a creative <laughs> producer that you have to like go through the shit like literally yeah. like you put yourself in a shitty situation yeah so you can come up with something interesting yeah and yeah. yeah it's uh it paid off for me that game won like all the fucking awards and it's by every measure a great game and mm, he was able is. to channel all of that those ending's great which you don't know anything about <laughs> the ending's really good yeah i'll yeah. get to it one of these days <laughs> i i got some games on the docket man what are the games you got on the docket on the docket <laughs> director showdown video game quarantine docket yeah it's what, our new what's your list it's our new segment here during this uh so you let me borrow death stranding yes I i'm did. trying to keep that numero uno i'm that's, trying to make that's that like, number one because that's like the perfect quarantine game it is and i mean i'm yeah. enjoying it a lot um it's yeah i'm i'm it's still topical. unclear i need to ask you yeah. some questions about stuff actually after this sure. um don't want to do that on the pod everybody would just delete and <laughs> just unsubscribe you, immediately yeah. uh but yeah i mean i'm enjoying it quite a bit even if i'm unclear about quite a bit of you know of the aspects and, yeah. me- mechanics and stuff yeah, yeah um but yeah i'm liking it a lot and it's 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 a pretty soothing game mm. oddly enough even though it's very tense too uh That's but i like just it. love it's you like know getting Tarkovsky's my pack skull- stalker it very yeah. much is it's kind of stalker the game yeah um and uh with gta in it like that one reviewer yeah 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 exactly hilarious uh but i'm i'm digging that like i i like getting my fucking load out loading up you know my you know my my redis gearing up my redis with all the all the packages as many as i can fit and i i overdo it i don't know if you were this way too but i i'm like yeah i can fit a couple more on them let's let's go and then i'm the whole time i'm fucking like balancing like (laughs) It's really because there's it's consequences really, to doing this. Yeah, you know, that's what's so cool about it. And that, now yeah. I got the exosuit, and that mm. uh, is helping me out and stuff like that. Um, it's an RPG that's interesting, you know. Yeah. Instead of just seeing in Fallout where it's like you're over encumbered. Yeah, and then right. now you like, walk slow. No, you walk. It's slow, like in yeah. this game. Yeah, it there's cares about dire. the physics of it, and yeah. I, I really like that a lot. Like going like slopes and shit will fuck you up, even yeah. though you still carried like within the limit. You know, mm-hmm. if you're still a little bit over, like you'll slip like pretty easily. You'll fall backwards yeah. and yeah. break all your shit. Mm-hmm. Boy, rivers. Yeah. Rivers, though, yeah. are their own pain in the ass. Like uh, if you don't have a ladder on you. God, yeah. Boy, R.I.P. Um, That's why I think it's interesting. Like I think I almost think the be- the best part of the game is early game, honestly. Interesting. Because like, up, things get way easier later on. Yeah. Oh, once you get vehicles and stuff. Yeah. I, I had a bike, but it got fucking totaled and I don't have it anymore. So yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully I get another one soon. But okay, even so, without it, it's fun. So you've been playing Dead Stern. What, what else you got? Uh, my yeah. wife and I got this game called Outer Worlds. It's mm-hmm. a fun like FPS RPG from the people that made 
uh, KOTOR 2 The Sith Lords Jesus for all my uh, old school gamers out there. Uh, they made that great game and they made uh, Fallout New Vegas and it's very much in that vein. It feels like a Fallout game kind of like yeah. mixed with the Firefly universe almost, but it's a lot of fun. It has a lot of moral dilemmas and fun little uh, RPG oh, cool. mechanics and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, is Animal, that it right now? Animal I got, Crossing because An- like Animal everyone's Crossing. fucking playing that game. Dude, Switches... And Joy-Cons are sold out yeah, in sure. mass. I, I, today, I tried to get us a new set of Joy-Cons because both of the ones we have are fucking going out. They suck like the, for different reasons. And uh, you can't get them for under $100. Wow. They just upped the price everywhere because that they're sold out everywhere. That's called price gouging, it Nintendo. It is. Um, you'll see my lawyer. Yeah, you'll be speaking to them When soon. I can talk to them... Uh, outside the courts. Yeah, I'm going to video chat my yeah. lawyer, get it on the books. Hey, um, hey, so um, I was going to say Larry Epstein, and I was like, <laughs> Epstein is like the worst last the worst, name yeah. to be using for any, any reference. Yeah, Gold, Larry Goldberg. Even though these are all problematic. That's a wrestler, right? Larry Goldberg. I don't know. Yeah, maybe probably. that's problematic. They're all problematic, really. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Mr. Lawyer Man, uh <laughs> This Nintendo Joy-Con. company, it's all the third-party companies that are price yeah. gouging, but whatever. I mean, yeah, everybody's playing Animal Crossing, Amy and I's Island. Uh, hit us up on there. Add me. I don't really know how to ask me for my friend code. You can you, come to yeah, Babu Lani. Just, it's just, our island. Just post it on the description, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I'll put my friend code and Amy's friend code on there. Um, and, and it's like this 20-string, this like 20-character like string. Yeah. Thing. Why does Nintendo do that? Nintendo is insane. In their online shit, the worst is fucking terrible, dude. Even yeah, even uh, like Pokemon, their recent most recent Pokemon game is still disastrous online. They're Animal all, Crossing kind of Super functions. Smash Brothers terrible. Is it really? It's fucked up too. Yeah, I think all, it, yeah. all Nintendo's online capabilities are like the worst, and it's so weird because it's all of their own design it's like their own choices that end up fucking it and i don't know why they it's don't like want to overemphasis on like safety and it's like yeah that's what it is i think like, there's like no voice chat unless you get the fucking mobile app and otherwise you you can't talk to anybody which i don't know that's probably for the best but yeah um and then in in a distant fourth is is uncharted 4 which i'm going to get to in like 2 months after i beat all the other shit oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah but yeah. i'm playing through the uncharted games and those are just great those mm-hmm. are so much fun what about you adam what's on the um i finished quarantine i finished uh, doom eternal cuz i finished games <laughs> um blast it was a blast um just if you want to feel like a god you know for you know probably it wasn't that long of a game probably like i don't know 20 hours or something mm-hmm. um love a good 20 hour game it, it, it's like it's like an efficient game where it's you, you get in you get what you want you know exactly what you want and you're gonna get it <laughs> And you you're finish leave it smile and you're on like, your face. yeah, that's what I expected. Yeah. And this is great. Like yeah, it's yeah. N- like, I put it on a harder difficulty cause I'm a fucking masochist when it comes to games. Yeah, but, yeah. um, even, even then I still felt like a God, you know, like if you just wanted like a power, you know, a power fantasy of just like killing th- things, mm-hmm. you know, check out doom eternal. It's pretty satisfying. Yeah. And then, um, I'm playing a lot of call. 
I mean, you sound like a bro. Uh, <laughs> Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, I beat the campaign. The campaign's beautiful. It's like a yeah. cinematic... Um, That's a pretty good like ending, pretty good... Uh, it's not like a storyline, right? The storyline kind of is like... Is missions, like If you right? like like mil- like like military like military political thrillers then you'll like the story okay. but even that it's like that's kind of like the secondary thing about it i gotcha it. yeah the it's just like a very cinematic like beautiful game mm-hmm. um where you don't really care about any of the characters or whatever but like you're just like it just looks so nice and i feel like i was playing zero dark 30 like <laughs> There's so many missions where it's like, this is Zero Dark Thirty you're doing right now. This is like the fucking uh, yeah. Osama, uh, Osama... The Raid? Uh, raid, yeah. Like, you was do that, that in like, one five times. Was that direct... Was that mission ever in one of them? You've like, got to imagine it was, right? I think it was just, a co- like, copycats. Like, because you... Okay, yeah. It's not exactly Osama, but it's just, like, <laughs> this is probably a direct reference to, like... Yeah. The Osama Raid. I tried to riff an Osama sound-alike name, and I almost said Obama. And uh, yeah, that's it's, just it's, a funny thing that could have happened just now. But isn't I it funny that Obama <laughs> killed Osama? Yeah. Remember what it was like to have a good president? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, what did Trump, Trump, Trump the kid did he kill? Uh, he almost got us into a war with Iran, but I mean, that's a whole, you know, that's a whole other thing. I mean, yeah, he's that handling... That's pretty vanilla, in my opinion. <laughs> Entry-level yeah. uh, presidential stuff. Um, uh, so yeah. I've been playing that, finished that, and then played the... Um, the battle royale, the um, war zone, the war zone, which was lots of fun. I haven't yeah. played it very much, but you and I had a pretty special experience. Oh with yeah. Fucking war zone. You want to, yeah. you want to tell that people are fucking chomping at the bit for this. Yeah. They, they know <laughs> they're like, Oh man, I can't wait. Yeah. So like, I've never, I've never gotten first place in battle. If you don't know what battle royale game types are, they're pretty it's much taken over last everything. man standing sort mm-hmm. of thing. Like, yeah, you got a whole bunch of teams. There's like a, Maybe like fifty plus teams, something like that. There's like a hundred. There, Call of Duties is different in that it's like it's bigger than ever. People, yeah, than, uh, any other game I've played that has battle royale, it's 150. Yeah, which is massive. Um, and it's team based. This team one. based, yeah, yeah. squad based. And um, Brennan and I were just by ourselves, a two two man squad, and we were just mm-hmm. fucking around. I said, "Hey, let's get on this helicopter," <laughs> and then we fly around the last circle because the the area keeps closing. Yeah. And uh, I was the last one left. Yeah. And I just hopped out of a helicopter, shot the two guys. I don't know how, <laughs> how like, I was in literal disbelief what a, when it happened. Yeah, we that was... First place. Yeah. Uh, iconic moments. It's recorded, too, so it I is. still have it. Yeah. Like, uh, we'll link to that, too, and <laughs> on the Twitter <laughs> I mean, somehow. I don't even yeah. know how to link to PlayStation videos. Well, I could just, like, put it... I could give it to you, and then you figure it oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. No, yeah, you can put them on flash drives. Fuck it, let's yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's fucking do that. Uh, I... We won as a team. Hey, sure. Even... <laughs> <laughs> even even though I got out of the helicopter early and got killed, like so, I got like fifth or something. Hey, you know, you, you serve. You were you did martyr. I got dome. a few kills. You did. You I got, got a few kills. Yeah, or two. I think I got two kills. Martyr dome. Yeah, that's what you did. Absolutely. Sometimes you got to sacrifice yourself yeah. uh, for the squad. Yeah, for the boys. Mm-hmm. For um, the boys. And uh, <laughs> I guess the other game that I finished up a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, um, Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds. Not Outer Worlds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outer Wilds is a great different. puzzle game if you guys are looking for something that's uh, kind of different. 
Yeah. It's very different. If you and, like The Witness, you yeah. played that one. It's kind of I'm in sure that everyone knows The Witness <laughs> on uh, our listener. I you, mean, you if could they get know it for me, free a while back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. PlayStation. I, well, if they know me, they probably know the witness. Mm-hmm. Like I, I kind of, it's like it's, it's my fucking yeah, it's yeah. my tattoo, and it's like my religion essentially. <laughs> so yeah, go play the witness too if you haven't played that. That would be good. That's a good quarantine game, honestly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, the witness is like maybe the ultimate quarantine game. It's mm-hmm. very quiet, very soothing. Yeah, and calming. And you can but just it's also drop gonna, it. You can yeah. drop it. I mean, pe- the thing is like. People don't know how to play it because they don't know. Yeah. It doesn't really teach you, which is one of its, you know, one of the great things about it is that you're learning. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's challenging the whole idea of video gaming, you Mm -hmm. know, like what it is to be a video game. And it requires a different mindset, just like how these postmodern books, you know. Mm -hmm. Write it on the bingo card. Right get the, the idea. I can't help myself. I let you get away with your Star Wars. <laughs> nah, you it's not coming away. up in this one. It's not coming Why up. Why not? Spielberg might. What are you talking about? Star Wars is tangentially related to this. Okay. Well, we're, we'll they, circle back around to that. Because the E.T. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why I said the Spielberg thing. Yeah, like, they, t- they mentioned E.T. E. like four kinda. times in this movie. Yeah. Which is interesting. But anyways, that's enough <laughs> of the game... Game Corner. I'm sure like... <laughs> we love uh, games, yeah. We do love games here. Yeah. And, I mean, what else are you going to do under quarantine? But also, you could watch Boy. You could watch Boy the movie. Yeah, absolutely. It's not about... It's not the boys. hmm Amazon's uh, <laughs> hit superhero action... I still haven't watched that. ...action show. I it's, it's, it's good. good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's really worth good. checking out. Yeah. Um, but we're talking Boy... Boy. Singular, one boy. One uno boy. Uno boy. Uh, Taika Waititi's second film. Sophomore film. Sophomore film. Who was saying, was it Eric that was saying... That was me. That was you that was saying yeah. sophomore Are usually the, good, the best ones. Are usually Nailed the best it, man. One. That's definitely the case with uh, uh, these two guys, I think. Yeah, I think... I mean, like, we'll see. Because, like, I, this is my only second... This is my sophomore viewing... Mm-hmm. of boy yeah yeah of his sophomore film yeah um but i think i might be on that on that uh bandwagon yeah i really like boy a lot it's yeah. it's a it's a very good film for um sure. for those who haven't seen this movie it's about <laughs> it's about a boy yeah who a um maori is that how you pronounce yeah, it? yeah i think that's how a maori um Mm-hmm. boy in new zealand and he's with his uh is that his uh he has a is that his sister or is it his cousin his because there's a cousin. girl yeah. his cousin yeah so he just has the two so he just has one brother uh-huh who's Rocky. and they have a whole bunch of like cousins that and that's what them. always confused me about <laughs> this is like who are all these other kids here yeah and i guess it's just a whole family of abandoned children <laughs> like because there's literally no adults because the the matriarch nana yeah is she goes away for a funeral mm-hmm. so they're she literally just leaves them because <laughs> like i originally thought like she called up um oh taika taika yeah or um Al- was it alamane alamane yeah, yeah, yeah. alamane the Alamein. boys boys 
dad to yeah. just watch over. But no, he just shows, he just shows up, up. Yeah, <laughs> while Nana is gone. Yeah, and all the kids, all the Maori kids, you know. And it's just funny to even think about this because, like, in the '80s, or just like these native, I, I guess maybe just with these native people, it's not yeah. a big deal just to leave your kids like alone. You know what I mean? I think that's the idea, and and I just historical context-wise, like this this movie is is much more influenced by uh, Taika Waititi's personal experiences. Right. Like he he filmed a lot of this in an area that he partially grew up in. Um, in New Zealand, yeah, and um, and it's it's you know the the character of Boy is much more based on kind of his experience growing up there because um, I don't know if we talked about this on Eagle vs Shark I don't think we did but his father is Maori and his mother is like a Jewish, Jewish yeah. German immigrant um, and so. When I think when he would be with his dad, his dad left after a while, but when he would be yeah, there with kid. his family, yeah, as a kid, mm-hmm. he was there. He was like in this area uh, that boy kind of takes place in. So it's like inherently much more rooted in his personal experience than Eel vs. Shark. And I think it's all the better for it. Yeah. For sure. There, there, it just makes it way more uh, emotionally cohesive, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, Nana leaves and then, uh, we, we get this whole, we get this, the starting monologue is really great. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. With, with boy. It's, it's a much dude. This movie tonally is like Controlled. eons. Yeah. Like eons better than fucking Eagle vs. Shark. Like yeah. Eagle vs. Shark to me. Uh, and like we talked about it, like is, is very, it just feels just like another one of those like 2000s indie comedy. It was, it was very like too much. Uh, it, it tried too hard to be cringy. You know yeah. what I mean? While yeah. this is like cringe in an authentic sense. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even think it's too cringy. I mean, there's it's some cringy hum- moments. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And for the, sure. Cause it's like the kid, like boy is a cringy, like <laughs> character. It's Lead like character, kind of yeah. like eighth grade a bit. In a way, that's a good you know comparison. I mean? like, like in in how authentic it is, that's a really yeah, good comparison. Because eighth yeah. grade, like I was like squirming, but like I was still in it because of the authenticity. Yeah. While yeah. Eagle versus Shark, it's like this is all just set up to make you cringe. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's well, like, and there's a cynicism to Eagle versus Shark yeah. too. Like to just the entire like vibe of the movie hmm. where it's kind of like, yeah, this is like the like cynical weird comedy that's going to yeah. like make you weirdos laugh. Whereas like this movie kind of, I don't know, man, it's, it walks this really great line of yeah. like kind of for the most part still feeling rooting, like a drama. Yeah. You still root for like boy and you're still yeah, there with him while like, sure. Eagle vs. Strike, like I'm not really into to Lily. I'm not relating to definitely not Germ- to, uh, yeah, what's Germaine, his name? Jermaine. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, these are just really <laughs> awkward people, and they're just like designed to be laughed at. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just like kind of disgusting in a way. Yeah. Um, but here it's like, oh man, I get why like he's why boy is so awkward and lies to himself all the time because of his like whole yeah. situation. It's a really you know? like yeah. authentic and uh I don't He's know a better word to use, but it's yeah. like a really authentic coming of age story. Yeah. Like that's what the movie really is. And it walks this really great line of being really funny, but also like, yeah, it 
more often almost feels like a drama in just yeah. how it's shot, like how everything is framed and everything. Um, <laughs> we have it on in the background. And yeah. yeah, it's just fucking great. But, um, yeah, like Boy, Boy himself is, uh, he, he pretty much has this idealization of his, of his father. Yeah, which you is know, set like, up like at the get-go, yeah. Yeah, like he said, yeah, in that monologue, that hilarious monologue where he talks about his life, says that he's like a World War II veteran. He escaped from prison. Escaped from prison yeah. and is just like the greatest thing in the world, like very outrageous like things. And then you have the teacher like smoking a joint in the back of the classroom. He's like, thanks. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he the, yeah. He throws out the joint. It's great. And... Um, uh, and boy has this like very uh healthy obsession with uh michael jackson which i'm sure we'll reference a yeah. lot in this, uh, it's uh it has it, do, it doesn't age great but it's like it, i mean for it's, it's another, time like in the 80s yeah, so it's for like sure fair, absolutely yeah you know? you know he doesn't know about all the that's true yeah all the, it's all of all its time stuff. of its era yeah which, which so works it's, it's excusable michael jackson michael jackson michael jackson it's just i just love how they say it yeah um but oh yeah, I just wanted to mention that uh, a li- just a little bit of behind the scenes stuff. So he was actually working on this movie even at the time that he was making Eagle vs Shark. He was part of the I forgot what the exact name is, but it's a like a Sundance Creative Development yeah, project. Yeah, that's um, it. yeah. And there were he actually works with like a bunch of writers, some who some, I recognize. Some, uh, yeah, yeah. That well, I can't a little. Daniel Beninoff. Oh, uh, David Benioff of... Uh, uh, da- David, yeah. Yeah, David of uh, David, yeah. good old one half of yeah. D&D from the the good old Game of Thrones crew um, <laughs> helped him write uh, Boy at the Sundance uh, Creative Development, whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure David just kind of just sat there and said, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a good that idea. I like, uh, I like... Uh, so do you have a book do you, you base this off of? Or <laughs> Yeah, what are you going off yeah, of here? <laughs> what's, uh, Is it just coming your from material? your head? Are you just like making this How up? How do you or? do that? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he was working on Wolverine Origins Wolverine written by or- David Bennett. He, I do... I feel like I always have to say this. He did write The 25th Hour, which is a fucking great movie. i never seen it. It's that. truly a great movie. It's a Spike Lee movie. Um like a post nine eleven Spike Lee movie, but uh, how much was that Spike Lee and how much was that? Yeah, David? probably yeah leans a little more in Lee's because like I'm not one. like the biggest Spike Lee fan, but I'm pretty sure he's better. He, he than cr- a, yeah, he brought him yeah. across the finish line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one was also based on a book. So Benioff like, likes his books. Just stick to the books, Benioff. You do a good job when you have the the script right in front of your face. It's true. It's true. Yeah the the evidence is right there, man. But when he's yeah when when he when he goes off book, buckle up for like, fucking anything. I like how like that ruined everything. Is it? Isn't that wild? Is that crazy? Have we really talked about Game of Thrones like the final season on here much? I don't know. I guess I don't know, man. I'm kind of salty about it all, but you know. I I am too. I feel like I don't hate all of it as much as a lot of people do, but I definitely hate the big moves that it kind of took. Well, the big moves, like, I liked. They make sense because those are what George R. R. Martin wanted, but yeah. the way that you got there was the... In, it's like, uh, 
it's like we were running a marathon and then all of a sudden we're doing like a it, 500 meter dash. Yeah. And it's just like, my you're legs the, can't do this. You're, like I can't. It's <laughs> like, okay, thanks for showing us fucking Martin's cliff notes on the fucking books. Like yeah. that, that's what it felt like. It's like, yeah. well, there's the next two books in like a six hour marathon run. Like, yeah, yeah that's what it felt like for sure. Um, I kind of like a lot of the last episode. I think you I think you texted me that you liked some like a lot of that stuff too. I can't remember but Well the filming aspect of it was all Oh really dude, cool. all the directing. Yeah, the directing Sapochnik cool. in particular did a I think both of the big battles and both of those are like incredible. Yeah. Like he and thankfully he's going on to like direct movies now, which is really cool that he's he's uh gotten out of that unscathed uh thankfully. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure Sophie Turner's gotten that out of that unscathed. Well, I mean, she had, uh, listen, Adam, she had X-Men Dark Phoenix, which was Hit. the highest Hit. grossing film of 2019, as highest we all know. grossing film and she of has her, her series. And she has her new hit, uh, Quibi Show. Yeah, I was gonna... I saw That's that That's not as even a joke. It's a... Yeah, I saw that ad. <laughs> with Liam Hemsworth. And Liam's the lesser one, right? Le- L for Liam, my man. L- <laughs> Liam for lesser. The lesser. Yeah. The lesser. Hem- uh, the I don't even know what he looks like. That's the funniest part. It's like, I just know he exists as opposed to I. Well, it's like if, if you, if you like smother Chris Hemsworth with a pillow for 30 minutes and you take it off, that's what Liam looks like. I think wow. just kind of a lesser Chris. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, Liam. Oh God. He, Liam listens uh, to the show, and I just well, want to apologize. Like Chris Hemsworth is Quibi. just really handsome, so it's like, even yeah. if you bring him down a couple pegs, it's like, you're still, you know, you're still pretty handsome. That's true. No, he is a good-looking guy. Yeah. Have you seen, uh, he's in the Hunger Games movies. Did you watch any I of those? I not watch any of them. No. He's, he's like the main romantic interest, but I think he like gets tossed Petra, aside. P- Peter, Petra. Not him. That guy, that guy's, that guy's a more, more good looking guy, I think than Liam. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah I don't know Anyways, how we got on that. Um, yeah. where were we on boy? Um, yeah. yeah. So boy, uh, uh, Oh, but yeah, no, it was just the Sundance stuff that, Oh, oh yeah. That, that, that was Jesus it, Christ. Yeah. That was my original point that he was working on this script for a really long time. Like he started working on this script around the time Eagle vs. Shark was being made, which was 2007. So he was working on the script for like three years Yeah, and with people too. Like he even had somebody that was, I don't think they're credited as co-writer, but he, it said that he was writing it with somebody. Um, it was called like, something oh a volcano and then the volcano yeah the volcano. Yeah, yeah and volcano and then they drop that i think boy is such a great name for it's the, perfect yeah. yeah i mean it's it's very yeah. simple and yeah. yeah almost too simple but i mean but it's the fact that find. his name is boy is what ties it together you know what i mean because mm-hmm. if you just had if, if his name was other than boy then it's just like kind of stupid to call it you know, boy, because mm-hmm. it'd just be like, oh, it's another like coming in of age thing. And, yeah, you know, true. But his name is literally boy. Well, I think his name, his actual name is Alamein, right? I think he's named after his dad is what I thought yeah. I picked up this time. But everyone calls him everybody boy. calls him boy. Like everybody yeah. does. Hey, boy. Yeah. Hey, like, boy? That's, yeah, I don't um, want to be called boy. <laughs> Call me little Shogun. I'm I'm little Shogun. God, the accents, the accent work in this yeah. movie. I mean, it's not work. It's their accents, but <laughs> it's, it's all great. But yeah, so this movie is essentially about, um, the, 
there's a lot of like psychoanalysis that you can do with this um, movie because since since um, his father had abandoned them, um, it creates an environment where you can literally think of anything for your dad. Like, so why would you want to think of your dad in a negative light? You would idealize him. Like, of course, like, of course he was a World War II hero. Of course he's like this great person. Why else would he leave? You know what I mean? Like, why would he leave us? Because he's he's our dad. He's our dad and he loves us. So he has a great excuse to leave. Yeah. So he's doing all these great things. And that's why there's like this interesting like idealization and Taika Waititi's directing is so good because he uses like key moments in the film to, the to cutaways, to cut away yeah. like a side fantasy, like fantasy asides to show how, um, Taika Waititi's character is perceived by boy, you know, mm-hmm. like you have a lot of like, he's like, you'll have scenes where, um, Alamade is like, a drunken mess yet boy is like looking at him being Michael Jackson dancing around. Yeah, dude. All those scenes are so well done. Yeah. To have the juxtaposition between like this clearly disturbed and unproductive individual. Mm -hmm. And then to have their child look at them still and say, yeah, this guy is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's just so heartbreaking. Yeah, man. And, and especially once because the, the movie front loads you with, multiple kind of uh asides or what do you call them like fantastical yeah like little like uh not flashbacks but like uh little daydream things of his dad being like the coolest guy yeah and it's when the dad enters and he starts we start seeing glimpses into the reality yeah that happened it's really heartbreaking man like i think one of the oh yeah hardest hitting scenes in the movie is when What's his brother's name? He just calls Rocky. him Egg. Rocky, but he always what? What's egg? your problem, Egg? Like he calls him Egg eight hundred like times. An insult. There. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it you is in egg. like England too. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's show. like when Rocky's talking about like uh, the mom, his birth, and like, what do you remember about me being born? And then uh, it cuts to just this like quick scene of like bloody bed sheets and Taika like sitting in a chair just, weeping yeah. and it's like, holy shit, man. He's on, yeah. He's on the ground, yeah. bloody feet and Nana's there. Yeah. And you're like, Oh fuck. And that was just a quick cut. Like yeah. it was a quick ass cut. And then to follow that, like the late later on when boy finds, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry that we're jumping so quick over, but mm. it's such a great scene when boy realizes that you weren't, that he wasn't actually at the childbirth. Like, Oh yeah. He wasn't. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just Nana holding mm-hmm. Rocky. And that's, what's also like, it was all an idealization. Like, of course our dad was there at the childbirth because, um, mm. he's a great dad. He wouldn't leave yeah. mom while, you know, mm. while under childbirth. And it's just like, it's so sad to just see like these kids just trying so hard to like believe that their father is like this, yeah. you know, very good person when he has his like moments, but it's just like, he's just not, he's literally the boy in this film. Like he's the yeah. immature one. Like he, he never grew up, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. I think, uh, there's a lot more we, we could have yeah, learned it's like about the coming him. of age. 
yeah. is the dad kind of almost. It's like he doesn't he doesn't fully grow. Like he's not a totally changed, which I appreciate about this movie. Yeah, and always bugs me in in coming of age away. movies. Yeah, in, in coming of age mm. movies where there's like a profound change. Mm. And they become like a hero when they were maybe a shitty person. I don't really love those, but when there's like there's like a slight change, like they, something happened, like him hanging out with his son, sons, like changed him even a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like appreciate those more than yeah. than ones where there's just like this very Hollywood kind of like ro- romanticized. Yeah, he's an change. adult now. No, he he's he yeah he's still a fuck up yeah, and he's still ruined up. everything basically. Um, and that's and that's like his everything that he does in this film is like an externalization of his own immaturity. You know, like there isn't anything that um like he he talks about being like a renegade. He talks about like being in he has his own biker gang. What are they called again? The Crazy Horses. The Crazy Horses. And those those are all like he talks he he you know, he plays with his sons more um, enthusiastically imaginary like war. Mm-hmm. Like he does all these things. Like he calls himself Shogun. He's like a literal ma- man child. Yeah. And it's just like, he doesn't have all those things are an externalization of his like immaturity mm-hmm. because he refuses to take responsibility for the consequences that happened to him in the past. Like he, he ran away when he knocked up his mom, mm-hmm. knocked up their moms, you know, and he just wanted to remain that like youth type forever. But yet he stayed behind because there's still some strands left. Well, yeah. I, no, that would be the, that would be the less cynical. I think the most cynical way of looking at it is that he just wanted money. Yeah. No, that's and, and definitely that's really a, what, what yeah. it was, right? Like he just yeah. wanted the cash. I forget. Yeah. Th- there's a line real late in the movie. Mm. Um, I think he's talking to like his his two guys that are with him his uh his, his gang or yeah, whatever gang. the the crazy horses uh but he's like I just need to get the money and go man then we're yeah. gone or whatever and it's like you guys man yeah scum, he doesn't even yeah. fucking care yeah and it's it's I I think it's such a testament to like Taika Waititi as like a writer and director and I want to say for sure like as an actor hmm. like I think he's fucking great in this because oh, he yeah, walks this so line of being like. Like Taika, we all know now, like he is a, a very charming guy and he weaponizes that charm yeah, in this, in this one, movie yeah. so well because like he's this very cool, likable, really funny guy, but he's also just a complete fucking dirtbag. Yeah. yeah. If you if you are considered cool by kids, then you're a bad person. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that right now. Like Fuck, that that's a right good now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you shouldn't be identified as cool by a bunch of adolescents mm-hmm. because that means that means you are just not a grown up. Yeah. You know, there's a lack of maturity, mm-hmm. you know, like this guy's handing out beers, like handing out like blunts. God. Yeah. I always forget you know about that. I mean? That like boy at the end of the movie is like smoking weed and drinking a beer. Yeah. And it's just like, God, this kid's like 12, right? <laughs> 11. 11. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And he just wants so bad to be just as cool as his yeah, dad. Yeah, man. And it's like, he like, that's not what boy needs. He needs just a dad. Yeah. You know, he doesn't he need somebody to be watching out yeah. for him. And the, the, the worst part of it all is that like, that moment that was heart also heartbreaking where he's like, I don't want you to call me dad. It's weird. 
Yeah. Why don't you call me call uh, me Shogun, right? Yeah. Isn't that what I was him? like, <sighs> it's like man, it's fuck. so fucking sad, dude. Yeah, it's it's a testament to his skill, man. His like his balance in that he is able to make this like honestly really fucking sad movie that it's still the entire hilarious. time is really funny, is really fucking funny, and uh, is just like entertaining. But yeah, like you get these glimpses and you're like, oh, this, oh, this is a really sad movie, yeah. actually. Um, and he gaslights these kids. Yeah. And he fucking yeah. says, I'm like the, I'm a good guy. Yeah. I'm like the Incredible Hulk. Which is hilarious. Which is a great yeah. call on his shot, for sure. Yeah. Um, like, sometimes I just get real angry. And it's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. like that's a great excuse for it. abusing your children. <laughs> you know? God. Yeah, it's yeah. really. I I want to mention I, because I didn't even honestly pick up the comparison until we started talking about it. Yeah, but it's so fucking obvious why he mentions E. T. so much in this movie because mm-hmm. E. T. The whole conceit of that movie is almost a pivot. I, I knew I was going to fucking talk about Spielberg yeah. um, is like pivoting from the cynicism that Spielberg had with close encounters where ET, he was like, I want to make a movie about what I felt as a kid when my dad left our family. And that's like what ET is about at oh, the okay. heart of it. Okay. Um, yeah. that's and cool. it's, yeah. And it's like, I think that's why YTD mentions it so much in the movie See, is because he wants that, you. Cause I haven't yeah. seen ET in such a long time. Yeah. It's yeah. Worth rewatching, man. It's uh, it's um, yeah. And like the whole thematic spine of ET is like, it's set up early on that like these kids, like they miss their dad. They're kind of angry at their mom because they like almost feel like it's her fault that their dad left. And there's like this emptiness that Elliot feels, uh, Elliot, the, the lead in ET. And so when ET comes into his life, it's almost like ET's filling the void that his dad left. And so when ET leaves at the end of the movie, it's just like this fucking gut punch because like, that's like the void that ET was filling. Mm. And so that, I think that's why people think you know, say ET is one of the best coming of age stories. Cause it's about, it's not about a boy and an alien or a boy and his friend. It's about a boy coming to terms with the fact that his dad left his family. Yeah. Um, it's like a sequel to close encounter is like all those kids. It, it's, it's being interesting, fucking man. abandoned by their yeah. terrible dad, by their shitty dad who wants to go party with aliens. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's just interesting that, uh, I think that's definitely a comparison. The YTD like wants people to, to make with this one mm. and he doesn't need aliens to do it. I mean, that's just Spielberg's thing is that he fucking loves aliens, but, uh, I mean, that's fine. I like aliens. I mean, hey, we, yeah, who doesn't, yeah. who doesn't love an alien? Tell, uh, tell me who doesn't. Donald Trump. Whoa. Hey, highbrow joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it took me, it took me a couple that's seconds. That's why I didn't say, I had to say that's, highbrow joke. That's pretty good. Highbrow jokes, it good. takes seconds to get. <laughs> I feel like a good, a good amount of seconds yeah. for highbrow. Solid, solid bit right there. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Hey, there's a, yeah. bu- speaking of Eagle versus shark, there's a bunch of, uh, recurring actors in, uh, in, yeah. can you name them all? Okay. We got, what's her name? Rachel house. Rachel who house is his is aunt. fantastic. She's great in this film. She's for, really, she like, she, her we need bit more is, Rachel house. Yeah. Need she needs Rachel. to be She's in more shit up. other than, yeah. uh, YTD's movies for yeah. sure. She's great. Um, 
just her little sign that says no. Like, and like yeah, those, and then he has like yes, and it's, <laughs> it's so cute. Uh, her bit is that she has like all the jobs. Yeah, she works like eight jobs for some the reason. Bus, yeah. yeah, the bus and the the shop owner, post like post office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's she's um is that his sister? All means because they call her auntie, so it's like that. That one I don't know. I. Th- it's it's either it must be either his sister or the mom's i think it's the mom's sister sister, actually and then there's and then you got computer guy from eagle vs shark oh yeah he's he's part of the crazy horse gang part of the crazy horse gang he's the beanie guy he's the beanie guy um you have um rachel house's husband in eagle vs shark as the teacher at the oh yeah i love his little bit that he says where he's like what does potential mean and he's like (laughs) It's three thirty. Three thirty. I'm off the clock. I'm off duty. Well, and then the fact that <laughs> so that's good. like uh, the best. The best. It's like a funny little setup. Yeah. Too like it's it's a testament to like a, a good script is like that's not just a funny joke. It's like yeah. that comes back around where like boys like you ain't got potential, man, and like it's like he doesn't really know fully what it means. What even it mean? Yeah, because yeah. he's like reading the definition and just struggling to like understand. Yeah, he which is totally the hilarious irony of. Uh, <laughs> Of potentially, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then you actually got, uh, what's his name from, uh, you got the brother or uh, Lily's brother in Eagle vs. Shark. Lily's brother. In Eagle vs. Shark. He's in this. Do you remember? Who and was it, Lily's he, brother And he's the, he's the guy who was... Uh, was he? No, whoever the guy is in What We Do in the Shadow, the regular guy, what's his name? Oh, God, like Doug, f- Doug or something. Yeah, yeah. Doug's in this. Who was he in this? He was one of the in the in the fantasy part where yeah. um, Taika um, murders a <laughs> prison guard with a spoon. He's the guy who's holding the spoon. No shit. That's a good and he's good just, eye. And like he's good like catch. sitting there for like a full five seconds bleeding out. Like, yeah, that, it was like stretched out. It's really so brutal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was him right there. In the, um, <laughs> That's great. Who, who else? Um, there, I, I want to say there's like a whole cast of like unknown, like New Zealand or Maori actors, like kid, like child actors that like they're they're all pretty great. Uh, the main kid boy, I think, is pretty great. They they had another another actor lined up, and yeah. this kid was coming in to read for an extra role. And YTD was like, hey, you want to try out for the lead? And then he just like got it on the spot, basically. And he was like, okay, yeah, I think he you're... was good. He, there's yeah. a lot of authenticity in like how he portrayed the, the character boy. Yeah. yeah. Like he, him and Rocky are. Rocky is great. We yeah. Ro- about Rocky. Can we <laughs> let's talk about Rocky. Ro- Rocky. His introduction <laughs> is fantastic. How was he introduced again? He, he, he's like. Because Boy's doing his monologue and talking about his brother. Yeah. And it just shows, like, these kids throwing, like, paper, like, balls at him from mm-hmm. a school bus. Yeah. And then Rocky just, like, picks up his hand, and then you see this, the, the crayon drawing where it blows up the bus, and they're just dead. Oh, like, that's <laughs> right. Because he has superpowers. That's right. Yeah. yeah, Rocky's whole thing is, like... It, and and it was because like it's kind cause of sweet in a weird terrible in a gro- way in a yeah. not a gross way but in a, in a sad a very way sad way where yeah. like he 
was, was so born strong. with powers that he killed his mom. Yeah. Cause he, his mom died. It's like birth this, to him. Yeah. It's like this sweet, sad way of interpreting like yeah. a childbirth and you yeah. know, a, a mom dying during child. That's so just cause like, that's the only way this child can like understand can process that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, you can't just say like, Oh, like I, you know, you killed your mom by mm. like being born. Well, somebody says that to him during the movie, right? Like, is it boy or is it their dad? Like that says, I, I, I thought somebody like told him that and I was like, God, this is so fucking harsh. Yeah. Like, of course he can't like, yeah, make peace with the fact that his mom died. Mm. It's, of course, it's not his fault, but like as a kid, it's like you need to rationalize yeah, things yeah. that you can't process, like that you don't mm. have the capacity to process yet. And there's some just some sweet magical elements that mm. Taika puts in to help him cope a bit, which is like, yeah, it's almost just like a kindness, like a magical kindness that <laughs> Taika puts in to like make you feel like, um, to to help to help him as a character like cope with it because like you'll have those sweet moments where he's like doing his power and it actually like seems like causation in the in the universe you know yeah yeah and it's just like i don't know if it's real or imaginary but at any rate it's like here's his like here's this little thing that the universe is going to give you just to help you out a little bit yeah you know when he does the power thing to the weirdo guy and he falls over (laughs) which i I love that guy um the the kind of i i I guess he's mentally he's 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 not all there he's not all there and he uh he's always hanging around the beach and he kind of just like i don't know if he i don't think he's homeless but he kind of just wanders and like they kind of like (laughs) that's really sad i guess yeah i guess that would fit with everything else but but boy and rocky kind of like make fun of him and like throw rocks at him because that's what kids do like yeah it's like uh yeah kids are not like some moral high grounds they're just like they just see something odd and they don't like it you know like and i didn't think it was done in a like mean way it's not just at like, all yeah it's like, like matter of fact kids. yeah 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 these are just kids who just don't understand like there's people out there who are like mentally challenged and homeless and you know i mean yeah yeah he's and, and he like he's the and rocky sympathizes with him and yeah and, he bounces uh, off yeah. like a lot of like uh he like listens to rocky when rocky is kind of venting about yeah you know i like killed what he's my mom <laughs> I, killed, yeah. I killed my mom and he's like uh, i forgot what he says that whole exchange is so yeah. great on the beach mm. um and uh what was i gonna say yeah i wanted to say like uh when we're talking about like the good the really authentic yet again that word but like yeah the performances of the kids in this movie it is something very similar to et where it's like like you have these kid actors and there's ostensibly you know lines in a script that they're reading for the most part, maybe less so this than ET, but, um, but yeah, it's just like Taika, just like Spielberg, I think are able to capture, I'm sorry to draw the comparison, but postmodern. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll say, say every Taika. time you say Spielberg, I'll say postmodern. It'll just, equalize. Everything. <laughs> it'll even us out yeah. on this fucking teeter totter <laughs> that we're always on. Um, no, I'll, I'll just focus on Taika. Like Taika yeah. is great with, with uh directing kids and like in capturing yeah, like exactly. a really true like kid energy of uh big kid energy big kid energy B-K-E. bke yeah, yeah. but it's uh and it's it, it makes sense because like he uh see, he's a guy who kind of seems like a kid himself and that's what i mean like this is why it's better than eagle versus sharp because 
the expectations that you have with cringe are like align with kids. It makes sense because they don't have the social nuances embedded within their brains yet. Yeah. While like when you have full grown adults doing this, it's like, ha idiots. Yeah. They they're dumb. <laughs> and what's even better is that like Taika takes his character in this Alamade and he still has like that authenticity with the cringe fat. Cause like his character is so cringy in a way. Yeah. The, the scene that, that we were watching earlier when he crawls in, like he's like Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. And then Dukes he crawls into the window and it takes like 30 seconds. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel like out of who he is or unrealistic. Yeah, it's from character. It's yeah. like, it's like, yeah, this guy would do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? While in Eagle versus Shark, it's like, yeah, I'm I'm so tough and uh it's like inorganic it's in inorganic. that movie. You know what it is? I think I think uh Eagle vs. Shark to me, I don't want to like psychoanalyze Taika Waititi. I yeah. don't know the guy, but it's like the 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 thing I feel watching these two movies back to back is I get the vibe watching Eagle vs. Shark that like that's who he thinks he needs to be. Right. As right. a as a director or writer or whatever. This time period. Yeah, it's like this this is I think what w- I will be successful or what I think is funny right now. Whereas Boy feels like it much and has, you know, come true over all his most recent movies. It's like, oh, this is who he is. Yeah. And it's like the the movie that I think he's made that's most similar to Boy is Jojo Rabbit, I think in a lot of ways where it also has some jarring Dramatic. Like, yeah, just like this scene that's on the screen right yeah, now. Yeah, when he... Oh this God. is fucking... It, it was sucks. Aw- like, the first time I saw it, I was like, holy fuck, that is sad. Yeah. Because he... Like, boy had just found the money and bought, you know, some uh, popsicles for, for his, his friends. friends. Yeah. And he had his dad's jacket on, and Almaid comes in and literally rips the jacket off of him and yeah. makes like humiliates him in front of all his friends yeah, in such an aggressive and like pathetic way. And you just, it's like, that's when I think this was like, I think that's the point in time where yes, there was a lot of um, like scummy things he's done, but that was the point where you're like, all right, this guy is just in it for himself. Like 100%, even though, even though it all made sense before, but now that was like, he doesn't care about his his kid here you know like why would you do that to your child yeah it's dare dare i coin a phrase here it's the scorsese turn the scorsese if i was to no please expand on that yeah no it's like it's the it's the scene in uh casino where uh fucking uh De Niro walks in and and i forgot the character's names but and he and he like rips all of sharon stone's like clothes off the rack and he's like screaming oh, yeah. her and then he like beats it's her. It's not fun anymore. It's not fun anymore. Not yeah, fun exactly. Anymore. And it's, and it's the scene in Wolf of Wall Street when Leo punches, um, yeah, Margot uh, Robbie, Margot yeah. Robbie. And you're like, Oh, Oh shit. Okay. That's right. This is who this guy is. This, this tracks. Yeah. And it's, it's that turn that, um, that YTD kind of, and he, he doesn't even have it be one, like it, it is that event, but it's also there's like a few of them in this movie where like it kind of gets more and more extreme. Where at the end he like is fucking up the house and well, he's. I, yeah. I say that because like as you see on the screen here, like he's washing away what the his tattoos. dad you know 
And we see on his back that he put, uh, I am an egg. I am an egg. And that's what his dad wrote. And it's like, oh, he doesn't even like his. Yeah. It's just like, you're an asshole. Like doing this to your child. But it's like, it's, and he, the thing is like, I, I say that point because like now you see a lot of like, all right, this is like a boy's realization that, you know what? Fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of everybody here. And he's like, he's actually putting his, his cousins and his brother to bed. And he's like yeah, looking yeah. out for them now. And then uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh wait. Yeah. Then this, this moment happens. <laughs> the gas lighting. Yeah. The, the gas lighting. Yeah. 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 And, and, and he, he kind of like manipulates his son back on his side and he's like, you know what kid? And this is where Michael Jackson comes yeah. back into play. He's like, uh, I forgot what they're trying to do do or what they do but it's basically like when we we're we're gonna get out of here and we're gonna go see michael jackson yeah he's like first things first and it's and he's like all right and it's just it sucks it sucks because like you by this time know who this dad is yeah but even still there's that fucking like ytd charm there's there's that like well that hope and that's the thing about codependency and abusive relationships yeah is that they they take advantage they take advantage of you and then they abuse you and then they know they see that you that you reacted negatively finally this time like okay there's the line now let me loop them back yeah back into my circle so then we can continue the vicious cycle of abuse yeah emotional abuse and that's what what td keep his character keeps doing is like yeah keep pushing the line and then rope them back in yeah. Cause he says, I love you for the first time. And it's all God. Yeah. And then and he, like, really quick. Yeah. And anytime he does like anything sin- sincere says anything sincere, he's always in a removed spot. Like at the, even at the beginning, like when they're having tea, like they give him tea in the car. Like there's a clear barrier of yeah. like, that's why I like about like the, 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 um, the blocking yeah. with like when, yeah, whenever like there's any authenticity, per se, like uh, yeah. sincerity, I should say from Watiti's character. It's like, he still has a wall of defense that he does between boy and him, yeah. like on how the blocking is done, you know, for sure. Yeah. And, but, but even within that, it's like the tea in the car scene is yeah. also, it's fucking funny. Yeah. And it it's like, funny, it's, yeah. it's this weird line that he's able to walk. Um, because and yeah, it, it serves a purpose. The blocking serves a purpose. Because like, yeah, yeah. I want to bring. I want to stay on that like separation. Because like, Watiti does that throughout the film. Like, even the ending shot is like when would finally like he comes like in a, the optimistic side of me says that he becomes like he wants to be a better father. But even then, like yeah. the wall, the wall becomes not like anything separating them. The separation is. The mom, the grave, the grave, yeah, and it's like, it's like he still has. It shows like he has a long way to go because they're not on the same side. Like they're still separated, yeah. W- but it's the separation now is the mom's grave, which is a lot more. Con- there's more connective tissue, so you can have a more hopeful ending there because, like, yeah. okay, we can join now as a family because this is. Yeah. This is your mom. We're both here. Let's, you know, we let's see if we can be better. Yeah, know? and that's something that uh that's that's like the way I kind of read this movie is yeah. that like 
I, I kind of think that the mother's death is what broke him. And that's just, I mean, I'm definitely, I think, an optimist when I watch movies and stuff. But I, I feel like when the mom died, that's, I think, when the dad... I almost don't even feel that, though. No? Because because the way that it was... like the Because the way that it was framed, the, the fact that he wasn't there... Well, because at first you see that he, you thought he was there. See, I just thought and the then, way I read that was yeah. that the second time it showed that was after there. he left. Because in the first one, he leaves. No, it, the boy says that you weren't, when he was really angry, when, when um, oh, Alamade was shit. drunk and boy actually stands up for himself for once yeah, yeah. and starts slapping the fuck out of yeah, him. Yeah, that's right. He's like, you weren't there. You weren't there when mom died. Shit. Because like, he actually remembers, yeah, 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 he actually remembers that, like... Seeing it, yeah. Yeah, like, you were gone. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to face any of the hardships. You just wanted to be your own he was fucking... was out, like, partying. Yeah. But there is a read on it, and uh, I don't want to give too... I don't want to give people like this too much credit, but there is, yeah. like, a read where he... It's, like, he's so just, like... It's just pent-up guilt at this point, where he is like partially like part of the reason he's so shitty is because he's like, I wasn't there when she died. Well, yeah. Yeah. He uses it as a crutch of like, yeah, of avoidance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, he, he, it's like, it's like, it's like an almost like a weird weaponization of it in a sense of like, I wasn't there because I was out doing my own thing. And now I can justify not being there even more because mm. I was never there anyway to begin with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So it's like, like I'm not saying that he doesn't, he didn't care, but just like he's sha- like his, yeah, he's yeah. like using his own shame to even avoid it as well. Not even take, res- it's like this double downing yeah. of the shame. So yeah, he doesn't yeah. have to show up. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because he never really wanted that to begin with. It's kind of like um, the complex emotions. Like I never played Silent Hill, but I, you know, I, I heard it's great, and I looked up the story and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really like scary games too much, but mm. like, essentially in that one, uh, spoilers. Um, he goes to Silent Hill, and his his wife. We find out that his his wife had died and whatnot. Yeah, and she talking was about very one, sick, right? It, it was because um, I played it two. two. Well, like his wife was like very that Maria. Yeah, that's two. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Like his wife was like super sick, and he like inside he wanted her to just die because it was such a burden. Yeah, yeah. Upon him, but he felt so ashamed of it, mm. and it's kind of like the same like aspect. It's like I'm pretty sure he didn't want to be a dad. Like he, he's he's out always fucking doing his own thing, and it's yeah. like he was absolved of his responsibility in a sense because, you know, like she died and there's nobody to like fucking do a check on him about his children anymore. Yeah. Exactly. So he ran off and doubled down on it. Yeah. You yeah. I mean? Went to jail. Yeah. I don't know if I'm giving this movie more than it's due, but that's no, I don't think so. I I, uh, did not expect a Silent Hill comparison, but I love it. It just it just came out of my brain. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) just right now. That's great. I mean, yeah, Yeah. just I I just want to like back out of this for a second and just like it's a testament to the leap in quality uh, (laughs) from yeah. There's so much more to talk about. Yeah, no, there's there's so much more going on. I think at Boy. 
and Eagle, Eagle vs. Shark has its fans. Eric loves it, and it's like he he made a great case for it. Um, mm. And uh, I I just think Boy is is there's really a lot going on. And honestly, I I'm after watching Boy, I'm definitely more excited to rewatch Jojo Rabbit because yeah. I think Jojo is playing with a lot of the same mm. stuff, but instead of like. Um, you know, a kid and his dad, it's a, a boy in Hitler youth. And so that's, that's an interesting kind of development of this idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what else, uh, what else should we talk about? We're, uh, Oh, okay. The scene that's playing out right now is one of my favorite, um, kind of like boys version of what happened versus reality moments where you mean the, uh, 500 days of summer. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. The p- before 500 days of summer did it, uh, boy did it great where, uh, boys like li- it's really depressing when you think about it, it is. like a lot of stuff in this movie. Uh, the dad goes to the bar and just has boy wait in the car, which is like the saddest thing I can think of. Honestly, yeah, it's like, so depressing. Like, just leave your kid in a car while, <laughs> while you, you get, get plastered. Yeah. <laughs> Like god. I would never do that. That's to my oh child. god, that's terrible. It's like you get your kid taken away immediately. But no, and it's like it's oh god, it's yeah, and it's playing out right now on the screen, so we can kind of like talk about like narrate it. But it's uh, like, and that's and that's um, Dallas's dad, I think. The uh, oh, who jumps him? Oh, it is because yeah. the weed. Because the weed. Yeah, I never even processed is that. That, cr- that is cool. Uh, yeah, that's great. Because uh, they're a biker gang as well, I guess. Like, that's right. Uh, yeah, they had they be. grow weed, and boy and yeah. his friends steal the weed to sell. Yeah, um, and, uh, cult, and yeah, Taika and his his little gang they get jumped at the bar, and you have like you show this glow of light, which is a really nice directorial touch on boy's face. And then you see like this cool, like music video dance yeah. number fight scene of like his dad kicking ass. Yeah. And then his dad, like it cuts back and it's just like this sloppy as real life is kind of like fight where his dad just gets like knocked out yeah. and beer poured on his head and like just easy depressing. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's touches like that that are, uh, I don't know. It's like the the growth from Eagle vs Shark to this movie, man. Like, cannot be understated. Yeah. And that's and that's just like, just the sim. I don't want to discredit, you know, child psychology or their intelligence. It's just like that's the like kids have to do that. They have yeah. to like they have to compensate for the shittiness of their parents because they got literally no one else. Yeah. You know, like you, like as an adult, like I can date whoever I can, you know, I can go on a date with all sorts of girls. Right. Mm -hmm. And if I don't like it, I can just leave. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Even uh, like if, if you marry someone, you can leave, Mm -hmm. you can get a divorce. There's a whole set of like court shit. Yeah. But as a kid, you can't like choose your parents. You can't yeah. say, um, I'm breaking up with you, mom and dad, because um you are really shitty and uh so I'm gonna get these other parents. I'm gonna go yeah. I'm gonna I'm go gonna out in the I'm world. I'm gonna swap them out. I'm gonna swap you guys out. <laughs> I'm gonna go on parent tinder and swipe parent uh, tinder <laughs> i'm gonna go find myself a new pair of parents i, I think you mean uh tinder dads <laughs> that's just more problematic <laughs> yeah yeah sure but you you know what i mean it's that's like, grinder actually sorry 
just, you're just you're just digging yourself a bigger just, a bigger hole because they dig they dig a lot of holes and they dig a lot of holes. Yeah, but essentially it's the same. It, it's like that's why I love this movie because it's just like this like psychoanalysis of just like how ch- children will just have to think of these like um, mental gymnastics because they have to idealize them. They got nobody yeah. else. You know, it's, it's I'm so about to make a wild comparison, Yeah, but it's almost like, uh, <laughs> uh, Aronofsky's, uh, <laughs> atheism films. Oh. It's almost like it, because the way that boy idolizes his dad is almost like he's a deity and, oh, it, yeah, and it's, sure. and it's very much like the journey of the movie is realizing like, oh, oh my dad's not a God. My dad's not fucking, uh, Who's a famous folktale hero? I, I can't. Uh, Zeus? I don't know. Zeus. <laughs> that's not. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, he's not Michael Jackson. He's not Michael Jackson. Yeah. That's um, it. yeah notoriously good guy, talented person. Michael who doesn't Jackson, abuse children. Who doesn't do anything bad. <laughs> that's kind of ironic. <sighs> boy. Yeah, boy. that's a whole other boy. <laughs> <laughs> is this our best episode? This is probably Fuck, our best This is great. Um, we just keep we're fighting all these <laughs> neural connections on this movie. Yeah, but no, it's like I, I made that connection because like Aronofsky's uh Noah and Mother. Yeah, yeah. Mother. This hey. could this could have been called Father. Yes. Would have been a weird title, maybe, but yeah, still. Uh, yeah. Um are both about uh kind of if not characters in the movie, you feel that Aronofsky behind the camera is coming to terms with God in a new way. Of being like, what is the morality of this person who we give so much power? Like, let, like let's not beat around the fucking bush. The burning bush. Yeah. The f- <laughs> God damn it. You Lock us up and throw away the key. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. As yeah. long as you have a mic involved, it's fine. Hey, there we go. Um, yeah, no, exa- I agree with you completely. Like, it's that sort of... Because when... You, that's what's so interesting is that stories have so much power to them. Like, you know, speaking, just going off the atheism thing Mm -hmm. as an atheist myself, um, like there is so much power to just like giving something the benefit of the doubt, you know, like Jesus was great. Cause he was, and that's mm-hmm. it. And that's all you got to do. And you just read it and you're like, okay, I guess he's great. Yeah, I'm buying but, in. But when you execute it on a more realistic platform, you're just like, oh wait, there's a lot more complexity. Like most things about humanity itself. And it removes this sort of like, um, this, uh, platform, this like elevated platform to somebody. And to me, like it, to me, it actually makes me empathize more so with the dad in a way, mm-hmm. because it, because you make him more human in that he's not particularly response. Compl- I mean, I don't want to absolve him of all responsibility, but he also never, like had the greatest of uh circumstances and and like yeah. boy it's like you see that this vicious cycle could continue with him 
because of yeah. like the terrible circumstance that he has with his father, you know. But luckily, you know, the the the, the scene that I wanted to talk about that's that's they're playing right now is the is the uh the best turning point because he has this realistic uh um understanding of what his father really is. All that all those all those fantasies are are breaking down like Taika does a lot of cuts to like the actual realistic side where, you know, his dad wasn't at the childbirth. Uh, his mom was crying over him leaving all the time. Yeah. He's, he's having this extent, except, uh, he actually accepts like the reality now and his whole world is upside down. Cause you have the shot of the sky, like going out Yeah, and he, it's like, it's almost that he almost chooses to end it all because everything was turned upside down for him. So he flies. Yeah. He takes like a leap of faith and goes like falls back. off the bridge. And but it's a it, yeah, it's it's almost like he's committing suicide. But no, it's like him taking the leap of faith into reality as opposed to just like yeah. accepting the fantasies that he's been espousing throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, man, it's great. And then that's that's kind of what triggers him to go tell his dad. To and we didn't talk about a this boy but, anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's well. That's his. Uh, fuck man this is this is one of the best coming of age movies yeah like it absolutely is because it, it actually like truly I think charts the <laughs> sorry yeah he gets a he that guy saved him I never even yeah he I didn't saved even process him. Yeah. that yeah the the weirdo guy yeah. uh, they call him that in the movie I, I feel weird saying it but the the Look. mentally challenged guy yeah uh, saved saved boy from the water so he got, he would have died maybe yeah he would have died That's if it wasn't really for sad. him yeah <laughs> And then see the 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 whole like uh, close call to death makes this, and this is one. The, it, it, this is we need to talk about this thing. Is one of the most beautiful scenes because I cried so yeah. hard during this scene, dude. Yeah, it's fucking great. Where Rocky comes up with his rollerblades and he has a sparkle, and he's he's and Taika's character just like mm. fucking plastered and just at the end of his like like tirade yeah he, he, just, he didn't get his money getting his money they he dug all the holes wrong. none of it's there that's why he went to see his kids basically and it's one of the sweetest like parts that no matter how bad of a dad he was rocky comes up because he still feels the guilt from yeah. him <sighs> killing his mom and he puts his hand on Ty- just, just narrated dude it's fucking he great puts his hand on taika's forehead and he apologizes for killing. That's his what it mom. was. That's what I was thinking of earlier. Yeah. And it's the saddest fucking. Sorry for thing. what I did to mom. God, this movie's so fucking good. <laughs> it's so fucking great, and it like takes it by surprise. We're like, I'm sorry that we're kind of live commentating yeah. it, but it, this is like really the. Oh God, and it's so good, he, dude. White plays is so good. Yeah. And he like, like doesn't you know, know how to process you, it, and you know, and then boy comes and he's like, you know what? You don't deserve this. You don't deserve yeah. this sort of thing. He's like, here's your, your money. The money. goat ate all of it. Yeah, which is still every time I see the scene of go, of the goat yeah. eating the money, it's such a like, like I don't know, frustrating thing at my core where it's like that's so much money. That's so much money that could like help you and your family. And the fucking goat ate. In all a way, of it. I'm glad that it happened because it's yeah. like that's yeah. what because he would they he would have just been. He would have just abused it. That's you know, true. Like, the dad, yeah, would have just, just taken it. Yeah, for sure. And because now we have like this altercation where it's like, boys, like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. This is, you don't deserve like my brother's like love for like what you did. And you yeah. like 
It's great. And he's just like confronting him there with when he what was he born. needed. How yeah. did I not? I'm so dumb. I didn't catch like very big fucking things in this movie, I guess. Um, but yeah, man, it's, and I, I really do think like the master stroke of this movie is Waititi playing the dad. Yeah. Because the thing is like a movie with this subject matter and the, even the stuff that happens in the movie if you were to tell somebody, maybe even people listening, it's like, it sounds like a drama. It sounds like a yeah, straight up, like a, drama. like a very dramatic kind of maybe even hard to watch movie. And he like ends this shot with, I don't have potential. Like <laughs> it's great. It's such a good balance, dude. It's such a good bet. Boy should have won him the fucking writing Oscar over yeah. Jojo, but that's a conversation for another time. But, um, but no, I think the the master stroke is that Waititi plays the dad because he was like, the dad is a really crucial figure in making this movie work like yeah. comedically and like to make it entertaining, um, and like be, because he's he's very funny in the movie and he has that charm about him that like Waititi does in interviews and stuff like that. That's why uh, it's really smart see, that he. I have this. Uh, mm-hmm. I have this uh, saying. Yeah, you know. If you have a kid, if they're popular in middle school, mm-hmm. you should watch out. Oh, that's that that's that's Whoa. like my. You've never my laid take. that on me before. Really interesting. I think like if you're cool in middle school, like mm-hmm. everyone, if you're popular in middle school, that's a dangerous thing because it's like almost like a peaking like area because if you're going through like such like intense like changes in your life yeah and yet like everyone is justifying all those intense changes and your all those emotional shit that's interesting it doesn't allow room for like calibration you know what i mean and i just feel like like uh Taika's character was like this cool guy in middle Mm. school or something even into high school i bet yeah yeah and you peak there and you stay there mm-hmm. because no one checks you. Yeah. You know? I think, yeah, man, I think you do have to go through a process of like struggle the phrase, yeah. like deprogramming or like introspection. Yeah. yeah just introspection of like self-actualizing mm. who you actually are after something like that. Maybe um, I'm like everyone's in my justifying head, you and saying like you're cool and you're doing all this cool stuff and everyone yeah. likes you, then you'll never have that introspection. Yeah. The most you know chaotic I mean? time in your existence, you're great. It shouldn't be good yeah, job. It that be should never yeah. be. Yeah. Everybody yeah. should be awkward and be made fun of. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> for those years, it's like I was. Yeah, uh, I was too. Yeah. I, and I'm better for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think now who because the thing is like I've I've maintained tabs on yeah, I've Quite a seen, few people. I've, I've seen some people who were cool and they're just not doing too hot right now. You know what? That's for sure. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of a couple. People in high school like, who were cool. Yeah. No, that's not so cool. Too cool. Yeah, not too yeah cool. that's true, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of middle school in particular and yeah, it's... it's I.e. skater kids. They're not oh, doing that. What? Yeah, I think all of them are not. The, one of them died. Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> in a motorcycle accident. I don't accident. mean to... Well, I, I Wait, mean, I, you know, I think I know him. Well, I, I, I'm, I went to middle school in, uh, oh, okay, yeah, never mind. it's, but 
a lot of people die on motorcycles. Don't yeah. drive motorcycles. Um, but ride but, motorcycles. Come on, Norman uh, Reedus's ride. Come on, Norman Reedus rides them. We can all ride them. Yeah, um, that throwback to a Death Stranding advertisement <laughs> in the shower saying "Ride yeah. with Norman Reedus." Uh, Nor- Norman Norman Reedus is our uh, our fucking book bookmark. Uh, no, that's not the right phrase. Uh, our our, our, our book lighthouse in the sea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bringing it into the station. Yeah. Um, all right, let's 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 wrap this up. I, this, what yeah. a great discussion we had on boy. I, I wasn't how totally deep, sure yeah. how we were going to dive into it, but yeah, yeah this is, uh, we talked about some really good stuff. E.T., um, Aronofsky, Aronofsky? Uh, yeah. you compared it to Silent Hills 2, to Silent Hills which two. is the weirdest thing. Wild, uh, yeah. and yeah, man, I think my we, brain work weird. Yeah. Watch, watch boy. Um, if, if you're like on the YTD train, like it seems like most people are now, if you like Thor Ragnarok, if you like Jojo Rabbit. Honestly, watch Boy because th- this is kind of like this really feels like uh, foundational YTD stuff right yeah. here. Like it I, feels like yeah. I'd be hard pressed because like I like this more than Thor Ragnarok for sure. I do too. Yeah, because like, like Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok is yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. But that's just an entertaining movie. This it's one just has fucking layers. Yeah, donkey. Yeah, absolutely. There's another bingo spot for yeah. you. Check it off. Check it off in the morning. Android Chekhov. We're making oh. waffles. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so final thoughts on Boy. 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 Well, um, if you could, couldn't guess, I really love this movie. Um, I think our, our discussion enhanced it even more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thankful that we got this, uh, this talk. And um, I, I, I'm... I'll hold out, but I, I think this is my favorite with TD film. Hunter of the Wilder People is really good, though, too. So we'll we'll see how that one fans out. And I, I think that's... Is that the next one for with TD? Uh, what we do in the shadows, man, oh, well, which, which I which think is it's still going to be... Yeah. I think it, the thing that's tough, and maybe, maybe I'll come back around on this, I think what we do in the shadows is definitely funnier but oh, boy, boy funny. has a lot more heart and a lot more dramatic. There's a lot more things. It. Yeah, there's a lot more yeah. things to take away from boy. What we do in the shadows yeah. is just a very funny comedy. Yeah, it's just like, a comedy. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But we'll um, see. Yeah, we'll see where we like. There's just a lot of things going on with boy mm-hmm. that I like. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Uh. Well. we'll I, I think that th- there's there is a you could feel Watiti speaking through this film. At least that's how I see it, and I th- that's what gives it such that authenticity to it. I don't know how many times I said authenticity. I said it a bunch too. It's yeah, all it's good. Fine. Yeah. Fuck it. Who cares? Authentically saying authenticity. Is yeah, fine. be authentic. Adam. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a really great film, uh, and I think that it should last a while. Definitely a, an interesting movie to get into the we didn't really talk about like the the world of the maori and the uh new zealanders and and that whole culture but it's a yeah it's like i'd never seen this yeah before and it's it's cool that it's what's cool about people like waititi um making it is because it's like he's somebody who 
isn't from fucking California. It's like he he's somebody that has a really For interesting sure. yeah. specific background, and it's cool when people like that can make movies yeah, from Pacific Islanders. Know. Shout out. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm half Pacific Islander, so it's fine. Did, oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. I guess realize that Philippines were in the Pacific Islander zone. I mean, I'm a dummy. I mean, where where else would they be? I don't Brent? know, man. I don't even know. <laughs> the Philippines. <laughs> what ocean is the Philippines in, Brent? The fuck? Are you serious? Pacific? Yeah, okay, Pacific yeah, Islander. Pacific. God, I knew and that. I was Philippines testing you. Island. <laughs> And they're Pacific. I, all right. Zealand, okay. Okay. I'm Pacific. not on trial here. All right. You're canceled is what you are. <laughs> Shut me down. Yeah. Turn but yeah, what are, your, what are your yeah. canceled final My thoughts? My canceled that have no weight now because yes. I'm, I'm yeah. fully shut down. Um, yeah, man, this, this movie is, is one that uh, I've, I've seen two times now and I, I really liked it the first time. I, I liked it even more the second time and us talking yeah. about it. It's like, man, yeah, this, this is a, a truly great movie. Um, that I think the, I think this season has, uh, is kind of the most impactful movie that we've watched yet. Honestly, I think it's pretty easy to say that. Um, and it's just this really great balance of being a very funny coming of age story with this, this like darkness behind it that Waititi is really able to juggle like really well. I think even better than Jojo rabbit, honestly, but maybe I'll change my opinion on that. I hope I do. Um, but, and it, and it probably helped that he worked on this movie for, for years with, you know, other writers and he was able to kind of hash it out. Um, but that's yeah, funny. His, it's like the same thing with Edgar Wright working on hot fuzz for years. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and it, you know, it makes sense, you know, put, put more time into it and it's going to be a better thing. But um, but yeah, I mean this, this one I would, I would highly, I'd recommend this to any, like everybody. I think this is, um, you know, personally, I much more than Eagle vs. Shark. I think this is the movie where it's like, this is Taika Waititi and it helps that he's uh, a co-star it's in his it. It's Pulp Fiction, man. It's, it's his Pulp Fiction, yeah. you know? Um, but his Reservoir Dogs isn't, uh, you know, is not is not a Reservoir Dogs, not a reservoir dogs. <laughs> personally. Man. But um, no, I I, th- I think it's great, and it's uh, a lot of his, you know, signature moves are are there in this movie. He has kind of a, a Wes Anderson vibe to some of the the way that he composes it's shots. Not, yeah, it's not overkill, at least though. It's yeah, it's yeah. not overkill. Some of his later things, I think, get a little heavy into the Wes Anderson territory, but which may- is not bad because Wes Anderson is great. It's not bad. More yeah. and more directors can shoot symmetrically. That's not that's not a dig Cooper at anybody. Did it first, and I'll, uh, I had uh, he was uh, the yeah. first Wes Anderson. You could say. I don't know. What how is I Kubrick's feel about Rushmore? I don't, I, I don't know how I feel about that statement because <laughs> I, I don't hate it and I don't love it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not great, not terrible. Not great, not terrible. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. I watch Boy. It's free on Amazon Prime. Uh, Amazon owns us all at this point. It's not free on Amazon Prime. Um, I rented it. I regret to tell you this, man, but there's a version that there's a really weird glitch on Amazon where. Oh, there's one you, you can rent. You're a hacker man. No, I'll show you the He's free version. Then there's one that ha- it, it looks like a shittier version or something that is free on Prime. Okay. So, whatever you can find it, you can find it anywhere. You can stream stuff, but um, it's uh, yeah, it's it's great, and uh, for all the reasons that we talked about, and um, and really, it's it's just a, a fascinating 
leap. It's like truly maybe the biggest leap in quality that we've covered on the show. It's kind of in, it's kind of meteoric. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I don't know, man, from, from Eagle vs. shark, a movie that I kept waiting to love that I was really that like was the funniest part. Yeah. Cause like you feel like it's, this is going to get good, right? Like and you it feel gets it. a little interesting, but it never for me got good. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's just, I, I don't think we've covered a, a leap in, skill and execution and writing and directing like we have with with boy um from eagle vs shark i think it's a good take three three years yeah he was i i felt like maybe i'd be interested to hear his thoughts on eagle vs shark honestly right like Like i wonder if he's like you know i i it was a it was a good test for me like i i needed a test run to like figure out how to make a movie yeah and he made a movie that's undeniable he made a movie um that's better than uh, we did yeah, sure. I think we talked about it on the episodes. Yeah. Better than uh, Ghoul Beaters, at least three or four of the episodes. At least three or four. Those uh, last two, I think, are maybe <laughs> Eagle vs. Shark quality. But um, no, I, I, I'm going Yeah, long-winded here. But no, Boy is great. Everybody should watch it. And uh, I think that's going to do it. That's going to do it. For Boy. Um, For Boy. What, what do we got going on? Are we going to do our, our sad kind of uh, epilogue quarantine yeah, thing that we keep are are like winded like. So right now, you know, it's uh, over a thousand cases and yeah. There. Of this recording, you know, it's a thousand thousand people in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it's been over a month, and I think we're all doing relatively well. So let's just stay the course. Let's not do mm-hmm. anything crazy. Let's just gather up your friends and family on Skype yeah, or Zoom. Skype, or Zoom, FaceTime. Google, Duo, whatever the fuck it is. Duolingo. Yeah, Duolingo. whatever. <laughs> whatever <laughs> it is. <laughs> and listen to some episodes of Director Showdown. Pop-Pop Director Showdown. Tell yeah. your family about it. Say, Mom, you like podcasts. You like, yeah. you like movies. Listening <laughs> to two guys in their 20s uh, cuss I am not extensively. In my 20s. Well, one, one, okay, so I'll say you like listening to a podcast where one guy's 30 and yes, the other is in specific. his late 20s. Yeah, yeah, I break it down like that. And she'll say, I... D- Jeremy, I do love podcasts where one man is 30 and the other is in his late 20s because he'd and rather say both, that instead that he's 29. And it's three quarters white. Three. One is one quarter Pacific Islander. Wait, no. Is that right? Yeah, I think three that's quarters. Right. Yeah. Because I'm half. You're half. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I'm not you a quarter fractions. Filipino. I'm not a quarter Filipino. You're half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a quarter. This, 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 but you're duo, a quarter. This duo is a quarter. Exactly. Because yes. I'm full on yeah, like Irish, on British, uh, fucking like an English she's blend. Like, she's like, that's enough diversity for me. That's <laughs> <It's> all <laughs> <I> <laughs> <need>. <laughs> just, a, just a little spice. Listen, Jeremy, will I be able to tell when I listen? No, not at all. Uh, not the, at all. the guy who's half sounds more white than the white guy. <laughs> And and she'll say, good, I will listen then. Because she's a Texan mom. She's a Texan mom with, she has various longhorns around her house. Yeah, of course. And has UT memorabilia, even though she's never been to UT. She's never been. She reps them hard. Um, But yeah, guys, uh, stay inside. Recommend our show to people. We'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, We think, you know, we're getting pretty good at this and we love talking movies. Um, Watch movies. Play some of the games we talked about. Get into gaming. Fuck it. If you don't play games, get into gaming. Yeah, why not? Fucking 
Just stay the know. fuck home. Stay home and just do shit at home. There's plenty of shit. There's plenty of shit. There's so there. much hashtag content out there. Just watch some content. Make a movie yourself. Who cares? On your iPhone with your cats. Fuck it. Yeah, do it. it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, tune in next week. We're going to be talking... Oh, I'm uh, blanking. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. We're we'll talking Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Uh, maybe with a guest, maybe not. We'll see how that plays out. And uh, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.